0: The Paunch Stevenson Show,
1: PaunchStevenson.com, episode 156, Wednesday, September 1st, 2010. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 156, PaunchStevenson.com. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yeah! Shoot me some info. I was just thinking of somebody to imitate, but I really couldn't think of anybody. I was doing somebody good the other day. George Bush. Yes, George Bush. No, the old George Bush. Oh, a thousand points of light, George Bush. George Bush. George Bush. <laughs> not gonna do it. Not not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Can, can I finish? Can, I, can finish? I finish? No, no, no. Not gonna, can, no. Can I, not can gonna I let finish? you finish. No, no. <laughs> Ross Perot. Anybody? Anybody got some weed? Oh yeah, I could use a, I could use a joint. Whatever happened to Ross Perot? Uh, he's like a hundred years old. Is he still alive? I think Yeah, yeah. He is. Did you hear this? Help
2: me! Get me out of here! My God, this man's not dead.
1: He's not dead. I'm he's not dead. Van. Yeah, this man is not dead. Uh, apparently, there is a uh, a new movie remake uh, coming out, and I want to find the link so that you can see the trailer. So, it's a uh, an, an old cartoon that is being turned into a live-action movie with CGI characters. Oh, boy. How old? Uh, I'm going to try to guess. 1960s. Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, they already did that! <laughs> I know. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks? They've already done that. Underdog? They've done that one. Well, I'm gonna give you a hint. It's coming in a picnic basket, boo boo! Gee yogi. <laughs> Ranger Smith is pretty mad. Oh, boo boo, we better avoid him for the rest of the day, oh, day, oh, yo, yo. Wow, really? Yeah Who's gonna be in this? Uh, Yogi Bear is Dan Aykroyd What? Well, wait till you hear this one, who's Boo Boo Justin Timberlake What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Yogi Bear's gonna talk like this No, no, he he actually sounds like And the other guy sounds a lot like Boo Boo He really does
2: Kick it, Boo Boo! Kicking it
1: we got a bear disturbance. All units, lock down the park. Repeat, lock down the park.
0: Boo Boo and I would never think of disturbing a family's
2: picnic. You do come up with some good plans, Yogi. (laughs) Here we go!
1: That's because I'm smarter than the average bear.
2: Yogi, grab my
1: paw! And the voices sound okay, actually. Yeah. In 3D. Oh, of course. Hey, Boo Boo.
0: Welcome to the Punch
1: Stevenson Show. Now I've got some really big. This is some big, big cartoon news here. Big. It's something that we have been fighting for on this show for a long time. And I think it might actually happen. The return of Optimus Prime, Peter Cullen, and Frank Welker as Megatron in a Transformers cartoon. Really? Yes. What is it? It is called, well, it's not a cartoon, it's CGI. But it's called Transformers Prime. So when does this come out? October the 10th, 2010. It is going to be on the channel called The Hub. Um, the Hub is the, it's a new channel which is debuting on October the 10th. And it's a channel that is going to be owned by 50% Discovery uh, and 50% Hasbro. And, uh, it was actually the channel I think used to be Discovery Kids or something like that. And they're also doing a new, uh, G.I. Joe show, but let me, let me get the Transformers. So basically what this is, uh, you know, it's CGI, but, um, it's kind of, a, I think it's supposed to be like a prequel for the, you know, that the Transformers, um, War for Cybertron game. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has something to do with that. Do you have a link? Yeah, I'm gonna show you. This is a link for the uh character stills. It's a bumblebee. Cliff. Yeah, Cliff Jumper, Bumblebee, Optimus Prime, RC, Ratchet, Megatron. That's all they show right here. Wait a minute. There's a behind the scenes video with Frank Welker and Peter Cullen. Where? It's it was it's from BotCon. Hasbro showed this stuff at BotCon. But they didn't put it on the internet. Oh, is it this number 3? Yeah. Now, as I'm looking at Bumblebee, it looks like he's the movie like looking Bumblebee a little bit more simplified, which is actually a good thing. Well, that's what that's what the game looked like. The game looked like like the movie kind of, but not quite, not quite as idiotic looking. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of going to be like a hybrid. I don't know. Are you watching the, the video of them, too?
0: His voice in the same studio. Uh, sometimes I, I, I have to control myself from breaking up because it, has, it, it literally spawns a lot of memories from the past. And Coming back after all these years and seeing Peter there, I mean, we both just started laughing. And, uh, and reminiscing about some of the crazy times, and there were a lot on that show. So, it's, it's like coming home, it's a comfortable character, it's a comfortable group. It's really important to me that Optimus Prime always maintains that sense of dignity, uh, integrity, honor, courage, that the nobility of all of that. I think what's different about Megatron this time around is I'm trying to maybe bring him back a little bit kind of bringing him down a little bit into more of, a, of an acting place as opposed to up here.
2: I'm so he can a little bit more of a softer, evil side. Oh, it is a thrill to be with Brent. You know, Brent is the king. Uh, he's just... One of the greatest living legends that I have the privilege to work with. You know, we've had the fortune of working together, or I, with him for a long time in different projects, but he's just one of those guys that is giving as an actor, and he's also giving as a human being, and as a friend.
0: Fasten your seatbelts, kids. It's going to be a heck of a ride. Remember breaking the siege at Myla Nellis? same stratagem, take your positions, and follow Ratchet's lead, while I make my stand. Your fellow Adelots are wise, Optimus. They know when to retreat. I hold no illusions about engaging your army, Megatron. But I might derail its objective
2: by removing its head. <laughs> Highly unlikely Optimus as I am infused with their very might. <laughs> <A David Fry!
1: laughs> Actually, the voice director is Susan Blue. I don't know if she's going to be RC or not, but... It seems like Frank... Well, Frank Welker said in the video, too, he's trying something a little different with Megatron. He said, instead
2: of always being up here, Starscream, you idiot.
1: Instead of being like that, he's trying to be m- more of an actor, more, more dramatic with it. Okay. So, yeah, so then uh, towards the end of the video, it shows... I hope it doesn't sound like he did Galvatron. That'll be horrible. No, 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 no. So at the end of the video, it shows Peter, Colin, and Frank Welker in the studio recording the voice of Optimus Prime and Megatron. Uh, Optimus Prime sounds the same. And then Megatron, it's more like, um, like he gets really soft, like Optimus Prime. I'm getting, and then he gets loud. And so it's, it's more and dynamic. And maybe, and maybe that moron, that gigantic idiot who's currently shooting the third film will use him as Megatron, but I doubt it. Nah, he won't. Anyway, he this series, he won't. Yeah, so this a- series, the, the other voice actors in this series are actually, you know, prominent act Gina Torres. Uh, who was on uh, Firefly. Uh, James Remar, who's been on 9 million different uh, movies and stuff. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, another one. Jeffrey Combs, who did a lot of Star Trek. Marky Post, uh, who was from the A-Team, right? Michael Bell, apparently, does something in it. Good. Uh, Charles Adler is Starscream. He's been doing him for a long time. They got a few of the classic guys. Yes, I'm trying to find. It's not saying. I can't. I can't find the name of the GI Joe, the new GI Joe series. Yeah, I know that there's a new one because I I heard that there was a new one, and I thought I heard that Michael Bell was in it as Duke in some fashion. It's called G.I. Joe Renegades. Yeah. And apparently uh, Michael Bell had, was given the part of G- of Duke's dad <laughs> and, and B.J. Ward as his mother. And I guess B.J. Ward, I think, was Scarlet. Yeah. And I thought I read something. Let me see. Michael Bell auditions for role as General Hawk. What about me? No, I'm the medic. <laughs> uh, some other uh, Hollywood news: uh, Steve Carell is leaving the office after one more season. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't watch the show. Sorry, it's funny. I mean, Ricky Gervais did the show in England, and he only did, what did he do for like one or two or three years or something. And well, this one's going on for like ten years. I know it was two seasons plus a special. But each season was six episodes. Well that's what he does. So it was six episodes season one, half hour.
2: Yeah. yeah six well, six um, <laughs> six thirty well, minute episodes
1: well, season two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well she she um yeah, well, you know, I, uh, um I. Uh, <laughs> so that's so that's I uh, did six yeah, yeah so, I did 6, yeah, yeah. That's all I did. Yeah. So that's 6 hours plus an hour long special, yeah, one hour or 2 hour long special. I was never I've seen his I saw the the English office when it was on I guess Comedy Central a few years ago. It was uh, I wasn't a bit I wasn't big on it. I love it. I did like extras when that was on HBO. I really liked that show. See, I didn't get into that but I loved the British office. Well, it was a different. I mean, believe it or not, I mean, even though he was kind of playing the same character, it was a different, it was a very different show. But I, I really liked extras, and that was only like for three years. And the best part of it was he got Patrick Stewart to kind of play himself. And <laughs> Patrick Stewart is really funny when he wants to be. And he just like turned into a psychopath. <laughs> like every time he would meet, him, be like, He's like, look, I I know you're a writer, and I want you to write this. This I have these ideas to do these these shows, and my idea is to do uh, Hamlet in the nude, and and then he kept like going on. He's like, I want to do this this movie, and and these women, I want them to do this. And Ricky Gervais is like, well, uh, but but that that sounds like a porno. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's not a porno. No, it's not a porno. And, and basically, that's what he kept going on and on about. Being, like, this, like, a horny guy. <laughs> it was really funny, though. Patrick Stewart's the voice of the boss on American Dad. Right, yes. Cartoon. He, and he's funny. Yeah. He's just very crazy. Yes. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yes. Yeah, so there's that. Oh, and apparently, Ricky Gervais is now working on a Chinese office. <laughs> what? That will be in in China, I guess, Adam. Ah, so. Ah, so. That's Japanese. Come on. This is kind of an update from a very, very long time ago. One of our first episodes. Remember we we had a Get Rich Quick. We were, I was complaining about having to shave. You know, we we both were complaining, you know, you have to shave your face and you wind up it's like the damn razors burning your face and we hate it. So I was going to ask you was, what razor do you use now? I don't even know. I've had it for so long, I just buy blades. I know. What blade are you using? Uh, it's like a triple... I don't know. It's one of the triple ones. <laughs> no, it's one of like the Mach 3. Yeah, something like that. The, the, the Gillette sensor. Yeah, that's what I use. And the damn thing is only sharp for like three days. <laughs> I know. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, these, those things cost like $15 for a pack. Well, that's the scam. I know. But the (laughs) thing is, they don't, they don't even sell the, the old, like, you know, the old, like, Bic razors anymore. With like the one razor, they don't even sell them anymore. But I think I may go back to them. It's gonna rip me up anyway, so what's the difference? This is what I don't understand, though. How could a piece of metal A sharp piece of metal get dull by a piece of my hair. (laughs) How could my hair, like, completely destroy this piece of metal? Well, That doesn't make any sense. Because it's so darn thin. Well, to make it thicker. It's not, well, it's like in the old days, you need to have that barber, you know, uh, foam, and then the the big knife. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like in the old west. I'm going to shave with a sword. Yeah, there you go. Shave with a bowie knife. Who did it? What movie did it? Was the Crocodile Dundee did that? <laughs> that's not a knife. That's not that's a knife. Um, Here's another thing that really annoys me. Every time I go to like a fast food drive-in, and I give them like a 10 or a 20, or anywhere you go, 10, you give them a cashier a 10 or a 20, they have to hit it with a marker. What is this? There's that many counterfeit ten, twenty dollar bills. Come on, just just take the darn money, put it in the register, and shut up. I never look when I worked retail. I never, I only checked a fifty or a hundred, and I didn't even use the marker. I just held it up to the light. If I saw the security features, I put it in the register. What do I care? You know, it, look, if it's that good of a counterfeit, nobody's gonna know. If they're able to reproduce and replicate all of the security features, then it's not counterfeit. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it's real. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what happens is you get, you end up getting this money that's like, like in Technicolor. There's like 40 different stupid markers all over this stupid thing. <laughs> it's annoying. Oh, uh, I have a celebrity death. George Steinbrenner. No. Oh. George Steinbrenner. Yeah, well, George Steinbrenner did die, but I can't stand him, so I'm not even going to mention him. 80 years old. Yeah. But I'm talking about a guy who was famous for a baseball movie. It's James Gammon. James Gammon. he He was the manager in Major League. Lou Brown. Hey, don't you remember me? Lou Brown, the manager of the Cleveland Indians. Give him the cheese, Ricky. Hey, uh, what was the funny line where he's on the phone with the man? The general manager's trying to sign him. And he's been the manager of this minor league team for like 30 years. <laughs> and he works during the day, he works in some tire store. And he's like, um, well, let me, uh, let me think about it, Charlie. What do you, what do you gotta think about it, Lou? This is the big time. Yeah, I know, but. Well, you know what, Charlie? Let me tell you back. I got a guy in the other line about some white walls. That's pretty funny. Now, a lot of his other lines I'm not going to say because they're curse words. Who else was in that? Charlie Sheen. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Wesley Snipes, Charlie Sheen. Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre. Um, Corbin Burnson. Uh, Dennis Haspert. Now were any of these people in any of the sequels? Yes. Several of them were. Most of them were in the second one. Oh and uh, and um uh, what's his name? Um uh, the uh, the catcher. The guy from Platoon and the substitute. Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger, what what are you giving me here? Corb it's a picture of Corbin Burnson staring at Mr. T, okay. <laughs> They were in a movie, in t- evidently in two thousand one. But anyway, they made a they made a Major League two, and which was released in the theaters, and then they made a Major League three, which I thought I really liked. It, it was funny, and Dennis Haysbert was still in it. Um, there was a Japanese guy who appeared in the second one, who was in the third one. Corbin Burnson was in the third one. Um, Bob Eucher. Oh, and there was another guy who was in the second one and then wound up in the third one. He was kind of a hillbilly. Hmm. Uh, but the third they wound up the third one wound up starring Scott Bakula. And Ted McGinley. Of course. Yes. Alright, so you and I recently saw a movie. Not in a theater. Not in a theater. It's, uh, what was it, from a year ago or two years ago? Yeah, I think it was last year. Yeah. It was a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wanted to make this movie about. No, no. It was so bad. And who did it star? Larry David. Hey Jeff, I'm doing a movie with Woody Allen. It's called Whatever Works. What do you What? Do? No, Nowhere. no, Larry. What? 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 <laughs> no. no. Is that a good idea? No, what? What? No! No, No. Larry, what? What? (gasps) Huh? Ed Begley was in it, briefly. Yeah, okay, it's 2009, directed by Woody Allen, Larry David, Evan Rachel Wood, Patricia Clarkson, Ed Begley Jr., Michael McKeon, and, oh man, was this movie horrendous. Oh, God, why? I can't believe we sat there and watched the whole thing. Well, I think one of the reasons we were sitting there, I think, was we were waiting for a joke. A joke. A joke. I know. Basically, Larry David played halfway between comedy and dr- and like dramatic, but he was nowhere near either of them. <laughs> yeah, it was. T- it was weird because the whole time, I kept thinking like just somehow magically morph into an episode of (laughs) Curb Your Enthusiasm. I know! Please! Where's Jeff? Come on. Jeff, what's his name? Richard Lewis, Uh, Susan, you know, come on. You know, the the Leon Funkhauser. Yeah. Hey, hey, Larry! Why, Why wasn't I in your newest movie? What happened? I told you I was your friend! I thought I was your friend. <laughs> what? Why? How come? Where was, what? Larry, don't you know I'm suicidal? Why didn't you put me in your movie? Hmm. Yeah, so this uh, it was just, you know, look, Woody Allen is disgusting. I hate him. I He's hate despicable. Him. And every, hate him. like, you know, maybe it's just the ones that I've seen. But every Woody Allen movie that I've seen, you know, it, years ago, it was him as the star. But then he oh got Oh, my too God. Early. Yeah, then he got too old, so then he got other people, but it's always some old, shriveled-up, ugly guy who, you know, somehow, this, this young, attractive woman ends up falling in love with him, and then they get married. I mean, here you have... It's like, really? Seriously? But here you have... You have the co- comedic superstars. Yeah. Larry David. Michael McKeon of all those Christopher Guest movies, Ed hey. Begley, who's been in nine million different comedies. I know. Um, you know you have all these people, and it's it winds up being garbage. Basically, this is what it is. It's you know an hour and a half, or whatever it was, two hours, I think, of Larry David. Here's the scene. Scene starts. Larry David starts up. He starts. Getting into that curb your enthusiasm, Larry David shtick, and then stops. You can almost feel that he was trying; he was attempting to to do it because he's not a very good actor in that sense. I mean, he does him right, which is what you want. Yeah, you know, exactly. You don't want. I mean, you didn't want Rodney Dangerfield to come up and 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 play a dramatic role. Who the hell wants that? <laughs> Nobody. I got the respect, oh oh. I went to Doctor, my doctor, Doctor Vittibubazzi, oh oh oh, Doctor. I said, Doctor, I I I, I, I came in for a physical, and uh, you know, I, I I want a second opinion. Uh. And he says you're ugly too. Oh, <laughs> got respect. Anyway, um, and you could tell, and as as the audience, we were waiting. Where's Larry? Larry? No. It was Larry David complaining about everything. He was scared of everything. He hated everything, hated everyone. It It, it didn't make any sense. Abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. And, oh my God, it's like, the girl, all of a sudden, this girl is homeless. He hates her. Then, somehow she marries him. (laughs) Then the mother shows up. The mother hates him. The mother tries to get her to go out with this other guy. Uh, then she becomes, she winds up in a threesome with, uh, who Who were the actors who were doing that? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Oh, one of them, no. One of them was like a famous guy, wasn't it? Uh, it, it really doesn't yeah, maybe matter. Maybe not. Anyway, um, with two different people. Uh, all the while, Mike Mc, Michael McKean is in scenes, but never gets to talk. It makes no sense. Then the husband shows up. It's Ed Begley, and he starts screaming and yelling. He's all mad, and then all of a sudden, he's gay. <laughs> yeah, so, it, it just it from beginning to end. Oh it, my god, it made no sense. And I kept waiting for, like you said, we kept waiting for a joke. Where's the joke or some humor? And no, the kept joke w- was on us. Well, that's yeah, unfortunately, and and kept waiting for just something to happen. And it's just, like, one stupid, like, nonsensical thing that makes no sense after another, not in a good way, in a boring way, and it's just like, okay, you know, I, I'm I'm sitting there waiting for, like, okay, Woody Allen's gonna tie it all together, something's <laughs> gonna happen to bring it all together, and, and there's no. gonna be a point to this, No. and the credits start to roll, and it's like, you, you jerk, you, there was not, there was zero... ...point to this movie. But that's all of his movies. Oh, man. I just... I could not believe it. They're all like that. The dialogue is just people rambling. It's... It's horrendous. But it wasn't even entertain. It wasn't even like, okay, there's no point, but at least it's somewhat entertain- no. It wasn't entertaining. No. Movies are not entertaining. They're not entertaining. They're not. It was annoying. Disappointing. Yes. And a yes. waste of time. Whatever works... Not this movie. No. Whatever works is my fist through Woody Allen's neck. (laughs) That could work. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You know, I'm looking at his, just for a second here, I'm I'm looking at his filmography. Woody Allen? Yeah. And I'm just going to go backwards here. Let me see. I'm going backwards. I, I, I want to find a movie that I didn't hate. Yeah, good luck with that. Now I'm going backwards. Actually, you know what's funny? I'm on Wikipedia, and the picture that they have of Woody Allen, he's turning into Saul Rosenberg. Who the hell is that? Uh, it's me, Saul Rosenberg. Was that from the Jerky Boys or something. Yeah, How did you know, I I I wasn't a big Jerky Boys fan. <laughs> well, anyway, he's turning into him. Good. <laughs> Let me see. Okay. Well, I'm back to 1992. I hate all these movies. I hate these. Uh, yep. I hate those movies. I hate all these. I guess his big one was Annie Hall. I hated that. I don't even remember that. I hate all the Casino Royale was our... Thinking, <laughs> oh my god! I'm playing James Bond. It's like a it's like a James Bond tool or something. Rather seen Alan all those James Bond. Dad, dad, that did. I'll have a backer martini. martini. That that chicken not stirred. That. I'd rather seen that. I want Boyd seeds. Wild Boyd seeds. Actually, speaking of the Jerky Boys, I actually recently saw the Jerky Boys movie. You never saw it? I saw it when it first came out on video, but I I didn't remember anything about it. It was hideous. You know, it actually wasn't that bad. I'm going to tell you this. It was just above the Fat Boys movie. That wasn't that bad. No, that was terrible. I don't know. They did all the voices and everything. The characters. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, 1995. The Jerky Boys, the movie. Uh, Alan Arkin was in it. Yeah. Do they still make uh, stuff? No. Eh, not, not in a while. I it's think funny so. because the first, um, no, like the first three, like maybe four albums were like really funny, just like one call after the other, really funny stuff. And then like the last maybe three albums, completely worthless. May maybe one funny call on the whole album, but it's like, what happened? I know. I don't get it. How do you well, go it from... Because it wore off. They they ran out. I guess, but... Well, then at some point, everybody started doing it. Howard Stern was doing it. But the thing is, like, okay, the first few albums, it was like, you know, like Frank Rizzo would call someone up. And it was funny because it was so over the top and ridiculous, but there, it was still based in, like, 1% reality. To keep the person on the other line going, you know to to keep the conversation going, but then, like the last few albums, it was just like like, yeah yeah, this is frank rizzo you're you're stupid i, I i'm gonna I'm gonna kill you and then like hang up It's like that's not funny, that's so dumb. were those faked? I thought all those were fake, though, all the calls no, not that I know of, as far as I know, they're real, yeah, and they're very like I said, those first few albums are very funny. Hey, this is Kissel. <laughs> when when did Kissel become John Madden? Or John Madden? <laughs> this is John Madden. I'm calling for Ace. Ace is the place for uh, all your hardware needs. You need any uh, garbage bags or trash bins? <laughs> we should do some of these calls. Yes. Well, we did. Come on, we, we could come. do John Madden. No, no, I mean for real, though. Oh, it's John Madden. John Madden, Louis Anderson, Doctor Phil. Well, I wouldn't, really, yeah, but I wouldn't want to call a real person. I mean, why? Eh. Could put out our own album. Yeah, well, I don't know what the legalities are, but <laughs> probably not. Not eh, it might be a little sketchy. <laughs> Wait, there was one call where uh, Frank Rizzo called the DMV.
0: Department
2: of Motor Vehicle, Yeah, what's up, Charlie? How you doing? All right. I want to register my truck. How do I go about doing it?
0: What type of truck?
2: It's a pickup truck.
0: You just bought
2: it? Yeah, it's old style, you know? Bought
0: it from a private party?
2: You know, I didn't actually buy it, but that's my business, you know what I'm saying? I want to register this thing. How do I go about it?
0: Yeah, well, you got to tell me how you acquired the truck, so I'll tell you what type of paperwork to bring down to the Department of Motor Vehicle.
2: You want to know the truth? Truck stolen.
0: How you gonna register a stolen truck, sir?
2: Well, my brother, he got he can fix up some paperwork and shit like that. I just want to come down and register this thing.
0: No, he can't do that,
2: sir. He's already done it. I got the paperwork. You see what I'm saying? They take the VIN number off the motor there. They do all kinds of trickery. I just want to get this thing on the road. I don't want the cops breaking my balls, you know?
0: Yes, sir. you got a uh, title for that truck?
2: Absolutely not. But I, I tell you again, my brother's good with that stuff. We make up all the phony stuff with the VIN numbers.
0: Listen, bring the title.
2: Now I get, what do I got to bring? I don't have a license. How do I get around that one?
0: Bring six points of identification.
2: Can I bring a few bucks?
0: That's, you can't do that, sir.
2: Me and you hook up?
0: No. Uh.
2: All right, look, if, if I come down here, you're not going to tell me there's no way I get this thing on the road.
0: You have to go into the office and find
2: out. I tell you, worst comes to worst, anyway. I just drive the fucking thing anyhow, you know what I'm saying? My brother makes fake plates, too. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
2: Hey, you need any of that shit? You need any fake plates, anything? I'll get it for you. No. You need any of that, you let me know. Uh, all right? Yeah. We on the right track? Let me hook up with you. You get me all the shit I need. I don't want to wait on them damn long lines. Those fucking lines go forever.
0: That's what you're going to have to do, sir.
2: Nah, I don't do that, baby. No way. I'll just drive this f***ing the way it is. Okay. See you later there, silly.
1: Well, because what the guy was actually, what he was very good at was, he was... He was able to, when he would say that, he would say the stuff kind of under his breath almost. Yeah. So the idiot on the other line wasn't really, like, paying attention. It's <laughs> hilarious. I know. Well, you know, like, Stephen Colbert kind of did that, you know. He does that on his show. Like, face-to-face to somebody. <laughs> I know. It's like, I sometimes I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm like, I can't believe these people, like, don't realize that this guy's, like, really making fun of him. Oh, and I had one other thing I wanted to complain about with Amazon.com. Yeah, so I sold this DVD on the Amazon Marketplace. And as I sold it and I shipped it and all. And it turns out you can't use the money you get when you do that to buy other stuff on Amazon. It has to go to your bank account. And I wrote them an email and then they told me that. And I wrote back, I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're you're not going to allow me to reuse the money. That's the stupidest thing ever. Stupid for them. I know. Because people would probably buy more stuff from them. I know. Well, they're idiots. The idea is to do Hamlet in the nude.
0: Hello. 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 I'm calling about the ad you got in the paper about a, uh, garden and lawn equipment.
2: Yes. What kind you got and where are, where, are where could they be seen? Well, yeah. Have- lawn chairs. That's all? No. I have other lawn chairs.
0: Well, he says you got a log splitter, a lawnmower, a chainsaw.
2: Oh, my God. Yes, I do. Well, I have lawn mowers and I have weed whacker. It's called a whacker for weeds. Yeah. And it looks like a James Bond tool or something. Yeah? Yes.
0: Where do you have these upstate?
2: I have them in my attic. Where is that? In the top of my house by the roof.